Oh, hello. What's up, everybody? It's Aaron. And Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Lincoln at Bernie's. Yeah, we're putting that in the <laughs> fucking episode because that's the title. You, usually we don't have one yet, but Aaron is a creative genius. <laughs> and it's so good. And we're just going to shout it from the rooftops. It's so dumb, and all will be revealed momentarily as to what that oh even means. God. So, oh, I I can already see a T-shirt, and and <laughs> Benny Franks is one of the guys holding Lincoln up, right? <laughs> it's like Benny Franks, Sasquatch, <laughs> <laughs> and Lincoln at Bernie's. Lincoln at Bernie's. Oh my God, you guys! What a show we have for you today. Oh. Uh, but before we get into all the the silliness. Yeah. Um, do we have any business? Um, no, I don't think so. Tight. All right. Yeah. Um, Visit our Patreon, I guess. That's like our business. It's always the. It's always our business. That's it's always our business. our business. Yeah. We That's... we have so much so much content on there from yeah. the past few years. Uh, we do every month. We do a Q and A, mm-hmm. which devolves into a fuck Mary kill. Oh, would you rather usually um <laughs> and then we also do and by devolves we mean it elevates to that it, yeah <laughs> we, and we usually talk about f- fucking marrying or killing uh serial characters so you know it's like it's like that kind of vibe that's the five dollar level ten dollar level is uh the bonus episode and mm-hmm. the fifteen dollar level is the commentary episode so like mm-hmm. a bonus episode is like when we do a little little dovetail off of an existing yeah. episode that we've done on or the something podcast. completely random or something completely random that we're like we need to talk about this yeah you know and then commentary episodes are when we watch something in the and, pop culture lexicon yeah. current event yeah whatever stitch. whatever's in the in the discourse of the yeah. day yeah so mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so oh, yeah, so patreon.com backslash DTFU podcast. So that's the business, yeah. Uh, do you have anything fucked up this week? Oh my god, I tell me everything. Um, I I said I'm frazzled, I was like running late, I had to put makeup on because I didn't wear any all day, um, because I was just like out running errands. So, so today's like weird thing of the day, (laughs) like. You know, my dad was a treasure and um, so many things have been funny that I've discovered or sweet or like every day is an emotional roller coaster. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also he had guns. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, you kept like texting me. You're like when you were like cleaning off his boat, you're like, I found another gun. Yeah. Um, like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, but honestly, way less than me and my brother thought we would find. Like, my brother was like, I thought there would be more guns. And I was like, 100%. But I think he just sold them over the years. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard moving that stuff and like keeping up with it. Um, and so, oh God. so over the course of the last two months, I've been asking people questions that would know about guns. I have a cousin who is in law enforcement in another state. He didn't, like, exactly know our state laws, but, like, gave me some interesting advice. Then I also, uh, (laughs) when one of my dad's boats got stolen, which I don't think I've talked about yet, um, and I had to go. It's been fucking wild. 
I mean, we could probably just do an episode on like everything that has transpired, but like also maybe that's bonus content. Who knows? Yeah. Um, you can ask me anything, but also it's like, you know, I, we're talking about this stuff all the time. I don't know if it's interesting to everyone listening, but anyway, I'm getting to this. Okay. Yes. So about cut stolen. So I was at the um, police station filing a, a report for that. And while I was there, I was like, I have a question for you, legal officer person. Um, mm -hmm. They were a police officer. I was like, let's say I found guns <laughs> on my dad's boat. Plural. <laughs> yeah. What would happen? Like, I am scared. I don't want to do anything with them. Honestly, we just left them on the boat until today. They were just on the boat. And, like, uh, I hadn't even checked to see if they're loaded. We, like, found them. I, like, put them somewhere hidden <laughs> and, like just didn't want to touch it my even like to the point where i was like oh my god like panicking what if someone breaks in and steals the guns because like they're probably registered to my dad and that's scary and my brother goes that's why i didn't touch them and i was like why'd you let me touch them <laughs> your fingerprints are all yeah, over everything he's like your prints are all over those i was like oh no <laughs> like it's fine uh they were safe until today um and so <laughs> yeah and so we're like showing one of the boats to sell it tomorrow i have some like craigslist people coming that's its own whole fucking wild dumb shitty interesting hilarious thing um but i was like well we probably shouldn't have guns on the boat when the people from craigslist <laughs> come look at no it. you should definitely display them like i should just be holding it when they come on the boat do you like, want hello? it or not yeah cash only <laughs> um thank you fake check no thank you yeah uh, i'll just kill you so yeah um, and so today I was panicking cause I had a bunch of stuff to do and like, I knew we were recording tonight and I was like, but I have to get these fucking guns off the boat <laughs> in a safe legal way. That's not like a movie way or something. Yeah. And oh my God. yeah. So I had like an appointment this morning regarding the stolen boat. And then, um, and then I went over to the other boat and I was like on my way and I called a police department. I won't say which one. Because yeah, because your dad has a lived on a houseboat, and then he yeah. had a like a putt putt boat to yeah, like, yeah, yeah, get so around. He left us bay. two boats, yes, yeah. mm -hmm. that we are trying to get rid of, mm -hmm. um, uh, because we they're very expensive, and we don't know anything about boats. So mm -hmm. get uh, them out of here, get them out of here. Um, and so yeah, so <laughs> I go. I'm going back to the one he lived on where the um, guns were, and I called a police department and I was like hi um I was told that you know I, f I found these firearms and I was told that they would you know if I call you guys you'd come and meet me and you would be able to like see if they're registered and take possession of them and, and if you know they're not and I, I don't want to be like in trouble with these things and so this woman was like uh one of the officers was like yes let me take your information call me when you're there and like I was almost to the boat because I was at my mom's house so it's like 40 minute drive to where my dad lived and I was like okay almost there someone called me it was like one of the sergeants and he was like hey um so yeah I can come meet you are you almost there um and I'll just like take the guns from you and that's that and I was like well I don't necessarily want you to just take them I want to know if they're registered I want to know if I can take possession of them because like two of them are like antiques types yeah not antiques but like they've been in my family and they're cool 
Yeah. And and so I'm like, I don't want to get rid of these yet. But one of them is just like, I don't even know, some sort of rifle shotgun thing. I don't know. And you're like, I don't even have ammunition for them yeah. probably. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm. Well. I, yeah. Legally, no. I probably don't. <laughs> I probably didn't find a huge fucking box of just loose ammunition. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dad. And so, yeah, my dad. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And so, uh, yeah, so I'm like, oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, if you want to keep them, you can. They can be passed down to you if they're registered. Like, And even if they're not, there's, like, ways to get it registered to you, like, because you, you know, received it from a family member and all this stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So he, like, gave me the number of a place to call, which I did. It is no longer in business. And this was, like, a long conversation. He was, like, gone for a long time trying to find the number to this place that no longer exists, which I thought was a funny (laughs) little um, wrinkle in that. And so by this time, it's, like, probably, like, 3 p.m. or something. Are you physically in this man's presence? No. 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 I'm pulled over in the middle of – it's kind of, like, middle of nowhere off the freeway on my way to my dad's boat uh, with a bunch of semi-trucks, like, pulled over because they're all, like – eating lunch and I'm just like in but sandwiched in between a bunch of semi trucks and just like having this like 30 minute mostly on hold conversation so anyway I've heard like so many different things so finally I call like a store it's like an outdoors store (laughs) you know like it's like Cabela's or something like that but again I don't want to say the name and uh the guy, the manager was like so helpful. It was like, you can absolutely bring them in. We have paperwork you can fill out here. We sell things here. You can like sell one on consignment if you want. Like wow. amazing. But you have to bring them in unloaded. And I was like, oh no. Like I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> and I was by myself. And I'm like, what how do I know? Like I was like, my dad taught me about guns, so I like know about certain ones but like I don't know these ones and like these aren't the ones he had when I was a kid and like you know uh, like I just it was like very stressful and I was like and it's like scary and he was like I know it's okay um like you know you can I was like do I google it he's like yes google it which I did it was so easy I like so it says the name of it on one of them I googled the name of it uh and it a guy made a video showed me exactly how to like check it out I did it great like as I'm doing it I'm remembering then the other two smaller like older ones I'm like oh I remember how to do this like yeah how to spin the little thing they're like little pistol things and so yeah and so I did it I was so proud of myself I fucking put them in my car I drove to this store I walk them in I'm like, dude, to do walking in with a box, they're like, do you have guns? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I have the guns. Here they are. <laughs> hey, you guys, a gun? This is a gun place, right? I got guns for you. Uh, and so they have to like check you in and stuff, and they yeah. double check that they're not loaded. And the guy like opened the little box with the two handguns, and it was like, whoa. And I was like, I know, I knew these were cool, but like, yeah, it was nice to get the validation. And then while I'm there, I just got so much probably bad advice about like things I could or couldn't do like you didn't hear it from me but like if you sold ammunition and I was like oh no and there was weird advice being given to to like guys brothers that had come in because you can't pass a firearm brother to brother it has to go like parent to child or child to parent and 
yeah and so these brothers were there and they're like yeah we want to transfer possession and like we need to take a test and pay this fee and they're like he was like how are you related and they were like oh we're brothers he's like give it to your dad and have your dad give it to him you don't have to do anything and i was like these fucking loopholes are insane here anyway Mm -hmm. that's all to say what a day gun stuff is weird it's also very scary uh and my day was very long and uh dealing with some of this weird shit that you've literally never dealt with in your life that's just so bizarre that it's no out of the realm of any kind it's, of comfort zone yeah yeah literally everything <laughs> i'm doing at this point i've had a few several meltdowns the last yesterday i told pete i'm at my breaking point mm-hmm. uh this is it like but i think it's because i'm getting very uncomfortable with all of my emotions and like this yeah. is all dad stuff like i want to call my dad he would have the answer yeah. to all of these things immediately it would not be a problem everything boat related like the the fact that i'm showing people a boat tomorrow to try and sell it i know nothing about it mm-hmm. i feel so uncomfortable also it was my dad's i'm just like having all of these emotions and it's like so exhausting it's a and, lot. It's... and there's gun stuff like it's like also it's like heightened because also it's like oh you're not just like selling some something that's like a weird family heirloom it's like oh and also guns and yeah, i'm and like yeah oh, no. it's like a, it's like a very high i mean the same thing it's not the same thing but like yeah. boats are an entity of their own yes. that are just so there's, there's boat people yeah that it, it, yeah. it's just it this is all just just a lot so yeah it's conversation it's conversation and conversation that like i need my dad for and he's not Mm -hmm. here and it's such a bummer and i just am like constantly fluctuating between like probably very stressed out and frustrated and like very emotional (laughs) yes of course i mean fucking Mm -hmm. goddamn i can't Mm. even imagine that is I know. Oh, dear. Well, <sighs> I'm glad that, you know, you got the guns straightened out at least. Ish. Right? Sort of. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's ongoing. I just really want to make sure I'm not doing anything illegal or, you know, it's scary. Like, this is like some weird shit. And I've never felt, and this is not a flex, uh, but I've never felt more like a, a white lady today where it was like, <laughs> Every like every loophole was being like shown to me every, you know, and I walked out and I was just like, this would have been so different, like for so many different people. Oh, yes. Like and how much scarier that would be for them. I Yeah. And I just was like, oh, man, this is all so fucked up. And just all and just the fact that there are so many loopholes and it's like just treated kind of like. No big deal. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like transfer it to him and then transfer it over to you and easy and you don't have to do anything and you don't have to take this test or whatever. You don't have to pay these fees or whatever. It's like it is legal, but it's like it seems. Why do we we don't need to do that? Just take the fucking test and pay the twenty dollars. Like uh, I, well, it's keep just, it on the up and up. You know, you don't need to fuck around. There's there's too many because there's nothing straightforward about guns like it's yeah there's there's just gonna be so much fuckery around it so it is top tier fuckery top tier fuckery my god oh my god anyway sorry obviously i have so much pent-up energy around it um no it's i had to get out it's very nervy very nervy stuff that you were dealing with today yeah (laughs) it was nothing guns and boats and i know the guns were like last on my list too you know it was kind of like okay this is like something i don't want to deal with yeah. And then it's like, I just fucking had to. And yeah. It was like, ugh. It's just but, like such a, you know, 
foreign world. Yeah. So. Yeah. Makes sense, man. Oh, man. I know. Oh, God. <sighs> how's how's your week been? What's your fucked up of the week? You know, I don't really personally have anything. I oh, no guns? No, no, no <laughs> guns over here. No, no, no. Uh, just, you, you find know. Any guns? Can you imagine just like stumbling upon? Oh my god! Guns? In your house, just like yeah. the owners left it there. Oh god! It's like I have a friend who moved into a house and they checked the attic and there was just a box of dildos up in the oh, attic. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, brand so, new, like but, in packages, or just like that was their fun time box for attic stuff. It was a fun time box that they just clearly forgot about. Um, and didn't bring with them in the move so they left it in the attic and our friends our friends found it and they were just like this is great for photo ops so yeah as long as you run them through the dishwasher but also like what is the shame like what what sort of shame have we cultivated in this country that you have to hide all your sexy stuff up in the attic I don't know but it doesn't seem like it was like I wonder if, yeah, it was it was just like a lot of them and like <laughs> various kinds. So yeah, who knows? Oh my gosh! Yeah, but what a discovery, you know? Yeah, that's a fun that's a fun discovery. Like, what if? Okay, what what if you had just found a ton of dildos on your dad's boat? Oh my god! <laughs> Luckily, I haven't found much weird stuff. Yeah, I've found a few things that like were his from when he was young and stuff and it's like funny or kind of sexual or whatever and Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a little glimpse into him as a person but like luckily I he was not like a from what I can tell knock on wood yeah kept (laughs) it all yeah like a uh he didn't have multiple boxes of dildos hidden anywhere but I haven't searched the whole boat that's gonna happen tomorrow with the Craigslist people so we might find something in some of these like you know, little bilge side, yeah. areas and like engine compartments. There might yeah. be some secret shit in there. You never know. And it'll be the journey of me and the Craigslist people. That's you know, right. it'll be like a shared. It'll be something that like bonds us for life. Yeah. 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 So I'm looking forward to that. Good. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I uh, I have nothing fucked up. Uh, so I think. It's safe to say I, I'm going to use the guns as a, uh, you know, kind of like a little bit of a, a jumping off point into our segue sure, here. To shoot us into the topic. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it has nothing to do with guns, but like has to do with being an American. Yeah. And there's some guns. Yeah. There's there's there there's is there's gunplay. There's, there's some guns. Yeah. Yeah. In this in this story. So we just mm-hmm. celebrated Americans America's Independence Day. Mm-hmm. And our last episode before this one was uh, the very American topic of over-the-top fast food oh secret God. menus. So we just, you know, we just thought we'd stick with the American ridiculousness mm-hmm. and tell you about an old-timey heist that was <gasps> equal parts stupid and dumb and had to do with a, a American president. Um, yeah. A dead American president at that. Yeah. So without further ado, we are talking about the time... That Lincoln's body was almost stolen from his tomb. Oh, AKA Lincoln at Bernie's. Lincoln at Bernie's. Here we go. Okay. Wow, wow. Or whatever. Like, oh, yeah. Whatever this, like, some 80s song. Like, a... yeah. Yeah. 
so we all know that President Lincoln was sadly successfully assassinated on April 15th of 1865. Bummer. In the head. Right, he was assassinated in the head, like I've established yeah. many episodes ago. <laughs> so several and several times. Yeah, uh, yeah. he was uh, laid to rest in Illinois, mm-hmm. where a tomb was built for him in Springfield. Um, and you know, I always thought that was it. Like he, I, he yeah. died, laid to rest. The, he, you know, he's end of the story. The nation mourns, shocked, sad, and everybody's. Yeah. Well, everybody's sad about it except for all the Southern racists. But um, yeah. And then the fallout from his assassination was that conspira- the conspirators who, you know, made the assassination happen got arrested and that's it. Yeah. I, I thought that was the end of the story. But my dudes, that was absolutely not it. Mm-mm. Did you know that there wasn't just this assassination? There was a stupider, there was like a whole plot to kill him, you know? Yeah. But there was later a stupider and more very unsuccessful plot to steal his dead body. I did not know this, and I am, (laughs) I can't believe it's a real thing. Um, Yeah, and the only reason we knew about this is because when I was in Alaska, there was a trivia question about this person. One of the yeah. people. One of the people. One of the math, quote masterminds of this yeah. plot. Yeah. Um, quote. <laughs> and uh, and just to be clear, we're not talking about a freshly dead body here. We're not talking about like no, no. He just got buried, and they're going to dig up his body and and take it. We're talking very long dead, like yeah. moldy, stank skeleton dead. Yeah, like um, decomposed. It was which a- is worse though. Which one is worse? Like, you said not fresh dead, but I feel like... Well, I, I try to think of the, like... I, I, I don't even know. I don't know what yeah, these yeah. people were thinking. Yeah. I think I think it's probably worse to... I don't know. I, I, I think if you're a professional grave robber, you're not trying to, like, ho- like take the dead body out of the coffin. You take the whole coffin or whatever. What, oh, you, yeah, yeah. You're trying and you to take it, it early container. to sell it to, like, medicine or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at this time, during the time that uh, this insane plot was hatched, yeah. grave robbing and body snatching was, like, a huge a hugely profitable crime. Yeah. Uh, it was a did, business. It was a business. It was yeah. like, it was a very, very bad business. Um, but people did this all the time because it was a really a quick, easy way, I guess, to make uh, a buck mm-hmm. if you sold it to unscrupulous med students or whatever. Yeah. Um, or on the black market where it would be taken to a hospital for, you know, to be experimented on or whatever Mm. so or like a cosmetology school yeah something like that (laughs) who knows i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) that'd be terrible that would Uh, be terrible terrible um yeah so we're talking though this body was 11 damn years old this Mm. is 11 years after he after lincoln was entombed um so this this crime happened on november 7th 1876 uh, so several thieves attempted to break in and steal his body. And according to, and this is according to the U S secret service, this is like a known thing that happened. This is not just some throwaway story. This really did happen. So, yeah. <clears throat> oh my uh, God. Yeah. So a gunshot startled the thieves inside the tomb. They ran off and escaped. 
Uh, spoiler alert, they did not get Lincoln's body, and they were caught 11 days later. Oh. <laughs> so the, that's like the whole breakdown, but we're going to go into some detail here. Yeah. And the reason that these guys were probably extremely bad at masterminding this crime mm-hmm. and also failed in the execution of the actual dumb crime is because they weren't even grave robbers. The guys that did this whole thing were counterfeiters. So this is truly just like one of those drunk ideas that like a group of friends comes up with. Like truly. it truly is weekend at Bernie's. It's like. We need to we, we need to need make to, a buck. Yeah. Yeah, we need to make a buck. We need to impress some ladies. We need to, you know, get some beer money. So we're gonna do this wild thing. And it's like, yeah, yeah. And then it's just like everybody telling you it's a good idea. And then the next day when everyone's sober, no one wants to back out. Yeah, they're like, Oh god, fuck. Yeah. Remember yeah. we said or there's like one ringleader person or like whatever that's like Remember last night when we said we were going to do this thing and then everyone's like, oh, and yeah. they're stoked because it's it was like their original idea and they yeah. just like want to keep it rolling. Yeah. Well, I or mean, they just hate to be alone with their thoughts. That's true. Or that or that <laughs> men will seriously steal a fucking whole corpse body of an ex-president and they will try and sell it just to not go to therapy. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and, you know, I say, like I say this prayer often yeah but please god give me the confidence of a man specifically these men yeah who have the audacity the mm-hmm. lack of job experience <laughs> lack of morals and values and general disregard for reality and the law to pursue such a batshit crazy idea with the gusto that they did wow wow just wow I do think there was some alcohol involved, to be honest. There must. Um, or drugs or something. Something. Yeah. Uh, okay. So my biggest question in, yeah. you know, just thinking about this whole plan, quote unquote, of this whole plot is why and what could possibly be the motivation for some dudes to steal a literal dead president? Like, did they take the term dead presidents as in money? Mm. To but they like were like oh no no let's like be super meta and then just to like steal a whole <laughs> dead president oh oh like <laughs> or were they like trying to buy like they were trying to like buy some drugs or something and they're like we only take dead presidents or whatever and they're like what okay god shit <laughs> I guess there's Lincoln he's, he's over, just like, in Illinois yeah yeah <laughs> come, great let's go get him yeah he's in fucking Springfield in the middle of a fucking park or whatever let's just go there. I mean, uh, like, no, that was not the main motivation. But, mm. like, also, what was it? I don't know. I still don't really know after all this. Um, but the, <laughs> the yeah, whole what, I, Oh, it's extortion. Because they wanted to steal it and then yeah. basically be like, hey, United States government, we we're going to get dead to president. that. We're yeah. going to get to that. So this, oh, whole, this okay. whole idea, this whole plot, yeah, I, even – even reading this, even even what I'm about to explain to you, it's yeah. still very hard. Uh, so this this whole idea, quote unquote, uh, can be traced to the arrest the arrest of a man named Benjamin Boyd. Mm. Uh, Benjamin Boyd was a counterfeiter who worked for a small time crime boss named James Big Jim Canali in mm. the Midwest. Um, counterfeiting at this time was. A very very big big deal um after the civil war i think there is something it was something the number is something crazy like 
because there was two different Americas at this time. And right. the way money was circulated was they like circulated it in the South. They had their own money because they were like trying to be yeah. their own nation, basically. Yeah. And then the North had their own shit. But at the time, um, after the Civil War, nearly one third of all American currency was counterfeit. Whoa. Yeah. That's like, that's a, that's a stat, I think. Because <laughs> uh, it, it was probably just like, you know how when you drew money for playing when you were a kid, it probably, the money just probably had like, <laughs> someone just, you know, cut out a square and took a pencil and was like five cents or whatever. Well, and it's like. <laughs> well, the, the U.S. Treasury had, you know, plates and like official, they oh. had like, it was like, it was very, it you know, commerce and, and the treasury had been up and mm-hmm. running before the Civil War happened. But after, but during and after the Civil War, shit got all cattywampus, yeah, yeah. basically, uh, because of, you know, everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, that makes sense. So, yeah, so counterfeiters were out here and they were doing some serious work. Um, this was, along with grave robbing, one of the hot crimes in America, if you can believe it. That was, they were like, the hottest crimes um wow it's so like traditional crime it's so like ugh, crime couture or something it's like <laughs> it's very american honestly. it's very american it's very like timeless i feel like mm-hmm. counterfeiting grave robbing you know I mean, there isn't there and there is an expertise to these things like the counterfeiting then it was not just like drawing a fucking five on a on a piece of paper. It was like serious. Like they had their own plates. It was art. They did some serious shit. So this guy, uh, Benjamin Boyd, for example, mm-hmm. he was one of the best counterfeiters probably oh. in the world. It was thought. Wow. Um, and James Big Jim Canali was employing this man. Um mm-hmm. He was like, he was a small time criminal sort of, but he was starting to get a little bit bigger because his counterfeiting scam that he was running was starting to make some big money because of, uh, LOL. He- <laughs> <laughs> uh. Big money, big money. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Oh my God. His counterfeiting, his counterfeiting business was starting to make some big money. That is real big money. My dad would have made that joke. Truly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's a, it's a, it's a Philip joke for it's sure. It's a Philip joke. Yeah. So Benjamin Boyd, like he's out here doing some serious, serious shit. And, yeah. but his passion, like he was, I think he was like counterfeiting like money for different countries, like for, in France and shit. Like he was, he was like bopping all over doing all kinds of crazy shit so but his passion was and his art was american cash and he had plates that were so good so close to like being exactly perfect close like the technology he had was like matching what the u.s treasury had yeah um which was still just printing at that point right like yeah yeah we still print money yeah but there's like there are a lot of things to check for in money now to make sure oh, yeah. it's legit. Well, this is why, because counterfeiting right, right. gets so sophisticated. Yeah, yeah. This guy was the top, tip, tippy top of that sophisticated at that yeah. time, you know, in that uh, fucking tier. So yeah. he was like basically competing with the treasury. And mm-hmm. so the 
the they were putting this money into circulation and people couldn't tell like even experts couldn't tell the difference between Boyd's money and the treasury's money oh like so it was money like if no one can tell the difference are you counterfeiting is this a philosophical question i feel like if no one can tell the difference it's real money (laughs) honestly money is made up anyway again like so yeah so so but is there a crime here (laughs) <laughs> it was well the the actual fallout of all this counterfeiting not just with boyd but in general yeah. was that it was destabilizing the yeah. entire american economy so yeah, uh sure. shit had to be done and this mm-hmm. is the reason the secret service was created the secret service started out as a protection against counterfeiting basically they yeah. were they were installed to protect the treasury um after the civil war so they have this job to basically crack down on all these counterfeiters and they have all these experts out here in the streets checking to, to find counterfeit money. Um, so that was the, that was like their number one job. They were not the secret service as we know them now. Yeah. Um, so they, the treasury department and the secret service were like, we don't like this Boyd guy. Let's, Let's get him. We know who he is. We found him. Let's let's arrest him. Mm-hmm. They tracked him down, busted him on October 20th, 1875, and they threw his ass in jail and confiscated oh all his plates. So he is out of circulation. Oh! <laughs> October 20th, my dad's birthday. Wow. He's just everywhere today. Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. Not 1875, though. No, 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 no. Who's to say he might be a tra- time traveler? Uh, yeah. Oh, maybe I'll see him again at some point. You never know. We can only hope. We can only hope. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Big Jim, his employer, Boyd's employer, was like, <laughs> fuck, because Boyd was his number one guy and all his cash flow came from basically him. Like, that was where the money was coming in. Yeah. Um, and I just Because he say, was making it. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> Yeah. Why do you need real money when you have fucking fake, almost yeah. perfect money that yeah. is identical to the treasury money? But honestly, this guy was just so bad at his job. He really needed to diversify, in my mm. opinion. Mm. Like, he should have done it early on. Like, while the, like, fresh fake money was out there, he could have been, you know, investing in putting it in circulation in different ways. I don't know. He just he put all his eggs in one basket is what I'm saying. And mm. uh, I I think my uh, my assessment of this man's intelligence is going to keep being proven <laughs> as we go here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wait, of big gyms? Of big gyms, yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is rude, but... I don't know. You know, when your boss's name is Big Jim, there's just something about that. that and you're says, out here doing fucking art. I don't know, man. Yeah. I'd it's be pissed. A, it's a. It, this is rude. Has anyone smart ever been named Big Jim? I feel like this man gave himself that nickname. He's that <laughs> kind of guy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, he's call me Big Jim, but if you're compensating, yeah, so. Slim Shady, if you're nasty, 
or whatever. It's just like, what? You can't just give yourself a nickname, sir. I think he did. I'm pretty yeah, sure he did. I think he did. I, you're right. You're right. Um, yeah. So this guy, Big Jim, needed a plan to get some cash flow. Mm-hmm. He needed cash now um, because... But because there was no goddamn J.G. Wentworth back then. Yeah, I I thought that sounded familiar. (laughs) He needed cash now. Um, Yeah. Well, maybe there was a J.G. Wentworth. I mean, that's like a pretty old-timey name. Um, Yeah, that's when he was real. Yeah, maybe that's where this came from. But I don't know. Maybe it wasn't like the predatory loan kind of, of situation. So Yeah, it wasn't like... What one eight hundred cash now or like yeah. whatever those like check cashing places are like exactly. people needed them then but didn't really they didn't exist yet because well, we didn't guy, have strip malls yet no this guy needed big Jim needed big money because um, mm-hmm. his guy was his guy was in jail um, yep. and so he he really brainstormed mm-hmm. and came up with the grand plan he brain drizzled <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> Oh my God, he just yeah, it's not 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 great, not great, Big Jim, not great. Um, so he came up with this plan to steal Lincoln's body and bury it in the Indiana Dunes, then ransom it for two hundred thousand dollars and Boyd's pardon and freedom. He wanted all this shit just for stealing Lincoln's body, and he, I just don't understand why the fuck Big Jim thought the United States government would ever be like. Oh, yes, here is all of your money you asked for. $200,000, right? Uh, <laughs> no problem. Like, we're totally cool with this. We're going to get your guy out of jail, too, who is currently serving 10 years for being the greatest counterfeiter in the world. And we're just going to release him back out on the street so he can keep making fake money. No problem, Big Jim. Got you. <laughs> yeah. Big Jim, oh. did you say it was? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Big Jim. <laughs> Miss, Miss, Monsieur... Uh, grand jambe. Monsieur grand jambe. Oh my god. Yeah, Here it's your $200,000. No questions asked. Just give us back Lincoln's body. No problem. Okay, this is what I think of literally anytime anyone holds anyone or anything for ransom. It's like, this isn't gonna go well. You've already put yourself out there. And it's like, yes, I understand. Like when we were doing D.B. Cooper and stuff, it's like he knew he was going to jump out of a plane. But we talked about some other people, you know, that like got caught. And it's like, yeah, because you hijacked a plane, waited on it for your money and then tried to hail a cab in front of the airport. Like, what? the only way it works nowadays is how like hackers do it with the like, you know, dark web. Yeah. Getting like fucking bitcoin and shit from yeah, yeah i don't know cryptocurrency it's cryptocurrency on the yeah. dark web on the it's dark web yeah like, secretive that's the only there's way no big now. gems on the dark web okay no <laughs> I, there's none not not a one. Oh lord yeah so yeah this <laughs> this was this thought process could not have been more than several moments um <laughs> This is a first draft plan. <laughs> no, this isn't even a first draft. This is like a fucking sketch. A, a doodle. Yeah. A doodle. This is like people are talking. Big Jim's supposed to be paying attention. He's kind of doodling. And then they all get drunk. And then the next day he goes, oh, that was a good idea, I think. And everyone goes, uh, was it? <laughs> I didn't really 
And nobody else wrote down anything, so Big Jim. Uh, yeah, true. <laughs> and he's like, I'm in charge anyway, bitch. Yeah, exactly. I'm Big Jim. Yeah. Exactly. So he, uh, I, I really think it was what the, the thought process was. Like, this is like the only thing I can think that it, that makes sense to me. Uh, yeah. Is that he was thinking, okay, what's the other hot crime that... <laughs> is popping right now in America. Yeah. Uh, I'm already doing, he's not even the one doing the counterfeiting. He's just running the operation. Yeah. But he's like counterfeiting. We already got, but grave robbing and body snatching. That's hot right now. I love that. Let's do that. We got to corner the market. Let's, we got to do it. Let's get in there. Um, but for real though, like the, that, that was the second hot crime. It was so, (laughs) So yeah. ubiquitous throughout the country of people just stealing bodies constantly. So it's like it's like how Starbucks only had coffee for a long time. And then they're like, we should also have breakfast food. They'll get in like you have to cover all your bases. And they, you know, they did it sort of. They did it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not that successful. I eat it, but. I used to eat it almost every day when I worked across the street from a Starbucks. So. Mm-hmm. Who am I to judge? I, um, I love it. I really love it. So Big Jim puts together a crack team of non-specialists, <laughs> <laughs> and they get to work planning out this body snatching. So uh, it's a, the the team of expert <laughs> grave robbers. I'm not. No, they weren't expert grave robbers. These guys were just regular criminals. They're uh, novice. They're they, they beginner, didn't know shit about. They're beginner grave robbers. Let's be honest. They are nascent uh, body snatchers. Uh, mm-hmm. No, they didn't know shit about body snatching or grave robbing. No. But the initial team consisted of a man named Terrence Mullen, who is a saloon keeper, and Jack Hughes, who was a nickel counterfeiter type. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Jack Hughes was like a big guy, and he was the muscle of the group. Yeah. Um. And then you Terrence- have to be to carry all those fake nickels. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, if anybody should have been named Big Anything, it probably should Big have been Jack Big Hughes. Jack Hughes. Oh yeah, that sounds you know? great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm bet- also I'm also thinking like, what is like when they sit down and they're like, okay, body snatching. What do you think we need? It's like, I don't know. I feel like a body, and we just snatch it, right? And it's like. Yeah, I mean, we just go in and grab it. It's just sitting there. It's in a tomb. Yeah, right. We just like pick up the coffin and go. It's pretty straightforward. Listen, I counterfeit nickels. I don't know if anyone here has done that. It's actually really hard. So like, this sounds really easy. Actually, yeah, yeah, totally not a big deal. I got this. Uh, yeah. So so um, Jackie's was the muscle, and then Terrence Mullen, uh, who is also a close friend of uh, Big Jim. Mm-hmm. was going to be the on-site brains because, first of all, Big Jim wasn't even there to do any of this well, fucking crime. He was just, like, telling everybody what to do, which... Oh, God. Uh, He's, like, middle management or something. Totally. Like, oh, oh, my God. God. So, no, Terrence was the middle management, oh, honestly. Yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> He yeah, so he's he was considered the on-site brains. Okay, yeah. Terrence, calm down. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> But once Terrence started using that big fucking brain of his, uh, he realized they needed a grave robbing expert because they were like starting to sketch out what they needed to do. And and they're looking at each other and they're like, I don't know what like 
do we need like a like like a are we going to take the body out of the coffin like you know they're like going through all these scenarios and they have no fucking clue so they decide all right we need to we need to bring an expert in we need a grave robber you know a actual grave robber to come and help us out with this job i'm truly so disappointed like the fact that they didn't even try once on their own you know it's like well, or am I impressed? On the one hand, I'm disappointed. It's like, really, do you need anything? I mean, it's you go in the middle of the night. I, I think I could plot this out pretty successfully, potentially. Yeah, I think I don't know. I, I, I don't know what their whole again. This yeah. whole thing isn't even really a plan. It no, is simply it's just a, a a brain fart. <laughs> that has been wiped up a brain shart, if you will, <laughs> that had been, you know, diarrheaed onto a napkin <laughs> in a bar. So is what I am envisioning. Um, so they they got they get this guy. His name is Lewis Swiggles. Mm-hmm. Oh. Swiggles. I want to I want to I want his last name to rhyme with Kegels. So <laughs> Swiggles. OK. Yeah. So they bring this guy in who is supposed to be a you know, seasoned grave robber to help them out. And they could not have made a worse choice in a, another member of their team because this guy, Swiggles, was a paid informant, uh, what they called then a, quote, roper of the Secret Service. <laughs> it's just too good. I mean, the, at again, every turn. Again, this is why I already feel smarter than these guys because it's like I wouldn't have involved anyone else and that's where I would have succeeded more so than them you know what i mean i mean honestly you probably would have because i probably probably would have yeah they now had an informant in their midst um and and yeah it sure i the whole time i'm envisioning lincoln's tomb i'm thinking weren't there guards everywhere weren't there you know what was this like a high traffic area i mean it might have been when he first died and, you know, was in the tomb. Yeah. But 11 years later, actually, there was there was no guards there. There was nothing. There was like a single padlock on the on the on the tomb. And um, yeah, there was no security, though. Um, so maybe wow. it wasn't maybe it was like kind of an easy thing to rob. Maybe it was an easy target since yeah. there were no guards. But but again, what about the rest of the fucking plan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Like, did they even know what they like? Yeah, it's... they cased it a few times, like as tourists, quote unquote, as oh, tourists. Good. good for that. Wow, that's imp- I'm impressed. Yeah, but it still didn't really help them out in the end. As yeah, we'll, as we'll Fair. find out in a moment. Fair. Um, so meanwhile, Swiggles, uh, Swiggles, whatever, played his part as the double agent he was. Uh very well he would report every detail of the dumbass plot to his boss who is patrick d tyrell who at the time was the chief of the chicago district office of the secret service wow so um he like get feeds all the information and uh the whole plot's coming together and on the night that swiggles accompanied Mullen and Hughes to the cemetery where Lincoln's tomb was. Mm-hmm. Tyrell and his his secret servant a- agents were right there, lying in wait, ready to ambush them. Oh, um, and so, Lincoln at Bernie style. 
So they're wait, you know, they they're like in the shadows waiting for them to like commit the crime. Obviously, they have yeah. to wait for them to com- you have you to know, witness it. Yeah, have to witness it. So um, Mullen and Hughes, even though they're c- career criminals, uh, they could not pick a lock. <laughs> the what singular- were they good for? Uh, That's counter- what I'm saying. I no, don't even not know. even counterfeiting, right? Well, I mean, they're like the bottom. They're like not as good as. Uh, Boyd, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say Bobby B, but I don't think his first name was Bobby. <laughs> no, but it was Benjamin Boyd. Be- I almost Benny said Brand- B? <laughs> Brandon Boyd. I don't know. <laughs> ben- ben- Benjamin B, yeah. From Incubus, yeah. Benny B. Um, Benny B? Benny B? <laughs> Benny B? Benny B? Oh, my God. So these motherfuckers could not... Could not even pick the single lock that was padlocked on the outside of the fucking thing. So they had to file it. Oh, my God. File through it. (laughs) It's just too good. Um, (laughs) And then once they were inside the tomb, inside the like the chamber where the where Lincoln's coffin was, they found that they couldn't even lift up the coffin because it was a 500 pound cedar and lead coffin. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I can't. Like, I can't even. Because, like, he was a president of the United States. They're not putting him in some fucking rinky-dink bottom-of-the-line coffin. Yeah. They're giving him. I mean, they've built a whole tomb in a park for this man as a memorial. Yeah. These these guys just did not know what the the fuck. And so then they're like, so are we going to, like, take him out of the coffin then? Or what are we going to do? So they're in side the tomb dithering around trying to figure out what they're going to do when suddenly one of the detectives guns that's like like one of the detectives one of the secret service service detectives outside of the tomb their yeah. gun goes off oh. and it startles them and they realize <laughs> oh fuck we got to get like we're being ambushed or whatever and then they run away and they get away for mm-hmm. a few days um but they're stupid again. We know this, um, and they go straight back to their saloon in Chicago. Oh God! Where, <laughs> where like what's his name? The one that uh, Jack Hughes owns. Yeah. And they like lay low there, but that's like exactly where you would go. I don't know. So it wasn't oh, much of a hideout. God. So Tyrell, the Secret Service chief, uh, Chicago. Uh, chief of the chicago office immediately finds them uh, yeah. a few days later yeah he's uh, like this, this is the place you own that you came back to great yeah. he literally it's- like knows everything about these guys because of the informant that he had on the inside and is like okay got his name yeah his saloon is great great well he'll be there tomorrow yeah. um I also I read and I don't know if this is true, but let me know if you read this, that um, the detectives gun went off and then they were it was like dark and they were like shooting at each other. Yeah, they were they were also stupid. Yeah, it is all in all like no one's any smarter than anyone else in this whole thing, except the guy that's in jail because he actually did a good job at what he was doing. And he's just like, wow, you guys are stupid the whole time he's in jail. Like, oh, that's really cute and nice of you to, like, try to get me out of jail. But, like, 
Could you imagine the disappointment? Like every weekend they're coming like during visiting hours and they're like, <laughs> okay, and here's the next part of our, our plan. And every time he's just more and more just like, this isn't going to work. Yeah. He's like, oh, fuck. oh, cool. I'm, I'm in here till the I'm end. Just, I'm just in here for 10 years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> so these guys get caught, obviously. Um, but meanwhile, back in Springfield, they, mm-hmm. they're caught in Chicago. But meanwhile, back in Springfield, where the tomb is. The custodian of the tomb, the guy who, like, he's not the security guard, but he's the one that, like, keeps it, keeps the tomb. Caretaker. He's the caretaker, yeah. Yeah. His name is John Carroll Power, and he was absolutely shook that this happened. Um, he, he he reasoned that if a few morons could come this close to carrying off Lincoln's body, then, yeah. like, what would, once real grave robbers found out about this, like, you know, the fact it that could it, happen. I, it could happen and yeah. it was like actually pretty easy to get into the tomb itself. Like, yeah, he was like, all right, I got to do something about this. So good for him. Yeah. So he um, yeah, because at this time, like I said, grave robbing people were about that life. And once a once a major, major grave robber found out about this easy yeah. mark, they were going to come get him. So also, I mean, it's just exposing a hole. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's like how with D.B. Cooper's episode, we talked about, like, hijackings and how there were so many in, like, a short period of time. It's because, oh, well, the first person exposed the blind spots and then people were able to take advantage. That's exactly what this would be. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, except people who were more qualified could come in and, like, finish <laughs> the job, you know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Big Steve or whoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> D- Dig and Dan would come in and get it. <laughs> I don't know. Dig and Doug. Dig and Doug. Dig Doug. Okay. So. Grave Gabriel. Hey, I like it. Shoveling. Cheryl. <laughs> A lady. She's the first in the business. She was the Nobody first female her. grave robber. Yeah. No one would shovel in Cheryl. She ca- would come in and she would just take over. Shoveling Schmitty. I don't know. Shoveling Schmitty. <laughs> yep. So the so this guy, the uh, John Carroll Power, the only thing he could think to do to keep President Lincoln's body safe mm-hmm. uh, was to hide the body, like to hide Lincoln's body. So one night... That was the after- only thing? <laughs> I know, I know, right? Everyone is so... But but he didn't want to he didn't want anybody to know like what he was doing, because it's Mm -hmm. like the more people that know, the more people who know unscrupulous people, whatever. Right. True. So he this guy got five of his very close friends to gather Lincoln up and bury him in a shallow, unmarked grave in the tomb's basement. So this thing is like a mausoleum, you know, it's like, yeah, 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 it's like a you know, a structure yeah. that had a basement. Um, yeah. It's its own mansion on the beach, Lincoln at Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> so the guys that buried the coffin um, that night in the basement of the tomb didn't know Lincoln. They were just good friends of, of uh, John Carroll Power. Uh, I mean, everybody knew who Lincoln was, but they didn't, like, personally know him. You know what I'm saying? But, like, 11 years later, what's there to know of a corpse? Sure. Like, this know. is a skeleton at this time, right? Like, 
there's no it wouldn't matter yeah i don't know <laughs> one one guy they're just normal dudes though is what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. yeah they're yeah, just yeah. like they're not like they're not <laughs> called upon by they're not the secret service is what i'm saying they're just uh, yeah. like they're, they're not in the know they don't yeah they're not told what's going on they're just like show up you'll get twenty dollars and a sandwich they just did this out of the true like goodness of their heart because they like oh. did not want lincoln's body to be stolen um oh i thought you were saying they didn't know lincoln like they didn't know what they were doing that night like oh ha- no, no lincoln no. haven't heard of him like <laughs> no they like they did it they just were doing they were you know they were just good noble guys yeah, they, is what i'm saying they took the call they took the call and they did yeah. it yeah so these guys felt it was their job to like safeguard sure the remains of of a president who at that time after he was working its his way up to being like lionized as as right. he is kind of today so yeah. still today he was he was martyred basically so yeah. this was like very sacred work for them um and they kept him there mm-hmm. and kept the secret of where his body actually was secret for many years um yeah. Because they didn't want anybody to know. Mm-hmm. And they were finally told, they were relieved of their obligation, basically, in 1901, mm-hmm. when um, under instructions from Robert Lincoln, who was the president, who's President Lincoln's only surviving uh, son, to be placed in a very secure, very specialized uh, steel cage, basically. Yeah. Uh, lowered into a 10-foot deep vault and then buried under tons of wet concrete and that is still where uh lincoln remains in his tomb in oak ridge cemetery in springfield illinois it's finally secured it's finally secured because it's under a shit ton of fucking concrete oh my god and in a steel cage that's (laughs) in a steel cage that's 10 feet down down. yeah in i think they went a little overboard to be honest like truly truly Well, it's being safe at that point because also it's like, you know, and I could see why it would be upsetting if you're like the son of this person who was a president, you know, anyone maybe would be like upset if their if their parents like grave was robbed unsuccessfully and then you were just like storing them in the basement in an unmarked grave like. Yeah, but it was like they didn't really know what to do, you know, because there was no. I don't know it, that this they, is one of the, that's one of those things where it's like it's above your pay grade. Go totally. to the government, make them fucking deal with it. I, I can't. Know. Everybody needs well. to like have realistic expectations of like what is their job, what is their role, what are they paid to do. If you're not paid to do it, not your responsibility. Sorry. Fair. That's my motto. Harsh but fair. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Thank God for these guys, because I do believe that uh, Lincoln's body would have probably been snatched uh, if they would not have hidden him and secreted his body away into the basement of the tomb uh, without anybody knowing where he was. So I wonder if other presidents' bodies have been snatched now. This is making me curious. I don't know. Um, Maybe a bonus episode. I don't. Yeah, I there has to be some famous people at least like not maybe not presidents per se, but like I want people. I want, yeah, famous people. Because I know, like, when uh, Lincoln was assassinated, people were, like, ripping pieces of clothes off of him and shit. God. Like, like you people know. People do weird shit. People yeah. do weird shit. So Brief, man. It'll well, get you. It's just, like, to be, like, I was there kind of yeah. thing, you know? Yeah. So, 
Um, so yeah, so Lincoln's body is totally secure now. Um, wow. you need not worry now at this point. Um, but what another like point that came out of this is that as for the secret service, they, because of this whole, uh, foiled plot, basically they were dealt kind of a cool hand where they were like, Hey, maybe you should be doing more than just like, you know, cracking down on counterfeiting like maybe you should actually be protecting the president too mm. and so that's the beginning of the evolution because at this time they were only 10 11 years old yeah they like they were very very new uh a new agency and not what they would end up becoming yeah yeah so they this is like the beginning of their evolution into this like bodyguard-esque branch of the government that they are today or they're not a branch of the government sorry but you know like literal bodyguards they're they're literal bodyguards now for yeah our our presidents now and this is how it kind of started was because of this foiled plot yeah a a stupidly foiled plot (laughs) well it was a half plot it was a shallow plot (laughs) i mean they did they did work they had they had an informant they got all the information and they they set up the trap yeah i mean the plot itself oh oh, yeah uh, to steal lincoln yeah was very not well thought yeah yeah very stupid very very stupid so that's the story basically wow it is fascinating oh it's so cool too like it's like i never knew that secret service yeah this was like the impetus of their creation isn't that cool yeah it's so cool and like till until this point or like i wonder i don't know how old the fbi is but it seems like when they originated they had more like an fbi role like counterfeiting and you know kind of like more logistical stuff and then everything was super rough and ready after the civil war like we have to keep that in mind like about how you know all of this stems from counterfeiting yeah basically literally everything about this story stems from counterfeiting because that was what was happening that was just a hot crime it was the hot crime after the civil war so it's very interesting how I mean, obviously, there's like many more facets to the story, but that was like the big fucking impetus for all of this bullshit. Ugh. It's the it is the fount of what we know now, uh, what how the Treasury works now, how, uh, you know, the Secret Service works now. Yeah, it's it's all very fascinating and I love it. It's so I cool. I love this story. I loved it. I love how stupid it was. Loved how stupid it was. Loved and how, how far-reaching the implications of it were. I know for all of its stupidity ripples <laughs> for decades. Uh, it was like a fart in a fan factory, just like <laughs> bopping around everywhere. You know, all of the all of the you, corners it got into. Yeah, it's like who, you don't. You will never know where that came from. Mm-hmm. But we do kind of know. But we do. Yeah. Oh, great oh. job! I loved it. Erin did all the work this week. Oh, bless her heart. <laughs> You were dealing with guns. I was. De- I was. You were <laughs> not dealing guns. No, not, I was dealing with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I'm not a criminal as of right now, so that's great. Um, but TBD to next week. I'll keep everyone posted. Cool. But yeah, I loved it. What is a fun surprise? So many Easter eggs. So Such many a puns. treat. I know. Such I a learned, treat. I learned so much. I yeah. learned so much. Um, we all we all learned a lot. Well. Uh, I, that's, and that's all that, that I got for yeah. this particular story of 
big gym and his dumb fucking <laughs> his plot his dumb plan. gym yeah big dumb gym <laughs> big dumb gym oh gosh all right well um follow us on social media yes at dtfu podcast all the places including tiktok because we're young we're fun Yeah, that's can maybe uh, sort of true. Yes. Okay. Uh, and go to our website, dtfupodcast.com. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. Um, that's it? That's it. Thanks for listening. And uh, listen here. Be excellent to yourselves. And each other. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>